podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Friday before we travel north to face Newcastle in the Premier League, a Newcastle team with a bunch of injury problems, and obviously one eye on next weekend when they will take on Manchester United in the League Cup final. And hopefully, hopefully the tune can end there Long, long wait for silverware and obviously deny United any silverware, which would be good. Um, We have news that Virgil van Dijk is absolutely ready to play tomorrow. So it looks like the big man will be back. Jürgen has confirmed that there are no new injuries and that it will be the same squad as took on Everton. He said Van Dijk is absolutely ready to start. So you would guess Virgil comes in, hopefully for Joel Matip. I would assume that's probably the only change in this game. Now this will be a much tougher game than Everton on the basis that Newcastle are actually good and Everton are absolutely dreadful. So we have to be cautious and we have to be careful that we don't get ahead of ourselves based off one win over the worst team in the league. We're getting closer, though, to having a full complement. Arthur isn't far away. Kanate isn't far away. And then it's just Luis Diaz. Now, other injuries will crop up in the meantime. And we have had some bad injury news in the form of Calvin Ramsey, who posted a picture on his Instagram of him with a very, very sizable strapping on his knee, lying in a hospital bed, clearly having undergone surgery. I don't know what surgery it was. There are some suggestions it was an ACL tear. Now, he trained very recently, so this must be an injury that took place or that occurred rather in a training session. He's had no luck at all this season. That poor lad just has not been able to stay fit this year at all. Now, the last young defender we bought that suffered a serious injury in his first season was Joey Gomez. And we obviously know what's gone on to happen there. But hopefully this isn't a marker on Calvin Ramsey's career and he's not going to end up plagued by injuries. Hopefully it's not an ACL tear. Hopefully it's something else, maybe an MCL or a meniscus injury. And hopefully he's back sooner than an ACL would take. But it is what it is. It's a risk we took going into the season with a young player as the backup to Trent. We should have bought a grown-up. 
it's fine to get Ramsey, but we should have signed a grown-up as well. Someone that could give us two or three years as a bridge. Let Ramsey develop in the 21s, then maybe a season on loan. And then in that third season, in and around the first team. And then you make him the backup and move that more senior player out the door. This will likely be an excuse for Jürgen just to re-sign Milner for another year. Um, despite the fact he should have left the club three years ago. But however, that is what it is. We will just have to wait and see. Uh, on the Ramsey injury, Klopp just said, the most unlucky start to his career. He said that at the end of his career, he looked back and think that this was the worst season. Hopefully that's the case. Hopefully that's the case. No word on what the injury is, but, you know, you wouldn't expect Jurgen to give anything away anyway. Uh, a Spanish reporter was in attendance at the press conference and asked about the player whose name is on everybody's lips, Stefan Besetic. Klopp had some lovely words to say, saying he's an intelligent boy and a joy to work with a top talent super player. He played really, really good so far. The usual superlatives that Jurgen comes out with. Uh, Thiago took him under his wing. And a lot of players help him. And make the mix of Serbia and Spain is pretty good for a player. Um, Jurgen talked about, you know, still having the hope of winning the Champions League final or, you know, reaching the Champions League final. Jurgen doesn't really talk about winning things. He doesn't seem to have that kind of gene. Um, Fabio Carvalho hasn't been in the matchday squad for three of the last four games. Something Klopp explained as needing certain types of players. We have to make a squad, and he couldn't make the last one. He hasn't played too often. As from my point of view, we need different skills in the games. Um, What was the squad? Who was on the bench against Everton? Let's have a look. Virgil. Nat Phillips. Do we need two... Centre-backs on the bench. Uh, Milner, I assume there is right-back cover. But Joe Gomez could play right-back and Virgil could play centre-back. Costas is left-back cover. If Milner's there, surely he could be cover at both full-backs. I'd rather obviously have Costas, but, you know. Uh, Naby for midfield cover. Bobby, Harvey... And Jota as attacking cover. I suppose when you've got Bobby Harvey and Jota, you don't really need another attacking player on the bench. But it would still be more beneficial to have Fabio Carvalho there than Nat Phillips, who has no future at the club and was only kept because Virgil got an injury. Doesn't really make sense. Um, Moving on anyway. Liverpool FC look through the mist. The Reds, we know, will return. Uh, seems like a hopeful piece written by Alex Malone. Why Newcastle's 24-year distraction leaves the door ajar for Rosier Liverpool. This was written by Young Henrold. Um, it's a lot more than a 24-year distraction. An awful lot more than a 24-year distraction. 24 years since they last reached a final. Reaching a final is no use. Nobody cares about reaching finals. Winning is what matters. 
And for Newcastle, it has been 68 years since they won anything of note. The FA Cup in 1955. We do not count the Fairs Cup. We do not count the Intertoto Cup or the Anglo-Italian Cup because they are not cups that exist anymore. 68 years since Newcastle won anything. That's what the distraction is. That's why their focus needs to be entirely on defeating Manchester United and bringing home some silverware. Eddie Howe wins the League Cup. They might build him a statue up there. And just on Newcastle, Luke Edwards, who writes for The Telegraph, is one of the worst journalists in the country. A man roundly disliked by his fellow journalists, a man disliked by other journalists who cover Newcastle, a man who is very shamelessly a puppet for the Saudi ownership, wrote today about hostility between Liverpool and Newcastle based around their ownership and the fact that they're no longer irrelevant. There's no hostility between Liverpool and Newcastle. There never has been. There's long been a friendship between the clubs, the fan bases and the cities in general. There's a lot that links the two cities. There's so much in common between the two cities. It's a bizarre thing for Luke to do, trying to stoke flames of something that doesn't exist. Fella's a prick. If you're talking to him on Twitter, tell him I said he's a prick. Moving on. Liverpool.com. Jurgen Klopp is about to face Trent Alexander-Clone. Trent Alexander-Arnold clone as Liverpool blueprint gets copied. Um, this is attempting to suggest that Kieran Trippier is a Trent clone. Um, I'm just not having it. I, I like the word. The guy who wrote it is good and I like his work normally, but no, I'm not having that. Uh, Media Digest. Neymar to Liverpool transfer claim emerges. Have you ever heard anything more stupid in all your life? Um, Paul Merson says that Cody Gakpo should start this weekend's game against Newcastle and appears to have changed his mind. Gakpo looks a different player after he scored his goal. Well, yeah, everybody kind of acknowledged that. Uh, Naby Keita interest. Tottenham are unwilling to pass up the chance to sign Naby Keita, with Leipzig and AC Milan also strongly interested. Naby will have his pick at clubs. Um... Neymar's representatives have spoken to Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City and Man United. Oh, and Newcastle about a possible move to the Premier League. There's zero chance anybody from Liverpool has spoken to. Unless it was like a conversation where, would you be interested in Neymar? No, thanks. Do you mind if I tell the media? Tell them what you want. Nobody wants them. Uh, I could definitely see Todd Bowley being stupid enough to sign Neymar because he's a very stupid man. But that's about it. LeBron, Liverpool nails LeBron James crossover amid huge Nike hunt. The uh, the stuff is garbage, so they didn't nail anything. Liverpool has quietly replaced Sadio Mane as Jurgen Klopp attacking plan becomes clear. I don't think anything's become clear, considering this is just what's happening with Diaz out injured. A few other bits and pieces there on uh, this is on, on Liverpool.com, including a piece about Erling Haaland for some reason. Um, 
a piece about Noah Lang, who really wouldn't be for us, really wouldn't be, really talented player, but no, not for us. Um, Liverpool already has exciting US men's national team prospect, as Jurgen Klopp may soon have another Darwin Nunes. A player eligible for the USMT MNT is climbing the ranks at Liverpool. Uh, oh, Figueroa. I didn't realise he was eligible for the US. He's the son of Maynard, Fig- uh, Maynard Figueroa, obviously. Um, I didn't realise he was eligible for the US. Very, very talented by all accounts. People talk very highly about him. So maybe one to keep an eye on. Uh, Liverpool has found its next Roberto Firmino. Liverpool legend sums up Jude Bellingham transfer situation perfectly after desperate claim. Interesting. On AnfieldIndex.com, we have two new pieces. Stephen Smith has written a preview of the Newcastle game. Sorry, we have three new pieces. Stephen Smith has written that preview. Henry Jackson has written a piece about Newcastle and Real Madrid being much sterner tests of Liverpool after the Everton game. And Tony Evans has written a piece similarly stating that we need to beat Newcastle and Madrid to avoid a total bust of a season. I saw a Newcastle fan put it really well the other day. If Toon beat us, they're 12 points clear. And that will end our top four hopes. So there's only one team that should be desperate for victory at the weekend, and that's us, not them. They have a cushion. They can afford to drop some points to us because for now we're a mid-table team. We'd be six points behind them with a game in hand. But remember, that game in hand is away to Chelsea. So, yeah, we could go and win it, but... It won't be easy. As bad as they have been, we've been just as bad. So that game, that that win that we would look at to go three points behind Newcastle is far from guaranteed. Far from guaranteed. Uh, Podcast-wise, there's the scouted for Newcastle. There is the latest under pressure. And there is the new rival recon. Uh, Harry Setti and Dave Black having a look at the tune. The the best possible news for us is that Bruno Gomerich is, is suspended because he is phenomenally good. But they have a couple of other issues. Joe Willock is a doubt. Callum Wilson's a doubt. Almiron and St. Maximin, they're just back in training this week. Lachelle's should be okay to play. Target is is out, but he wouldn't play anyway. Neither would Mankeo, neither would Kraft. I wonder, of those four, Willock, Wilson, Almiron and St. Maximum, how many will he risk from the start with that cup final next weekend? I think he'll probably risk Almiron and St. Maximum. I don't think he'll risk Callum Wilson. I really don't think he will. And I think Joe Willock is more likely to start in the final and not play this weekend. Wilson might be on the bench, but I'd be surprised if Willock is even in the squad. Um, Guy is informing me that Scouser Tommy's is also out, so do give that one 
a listen as well. And that will do me for the week, folks. I will see you Monday. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.